We are I. There's an art and a skill about life that you can get in conversations, or actually, no, sorry. There's an art and a skill in life where you don't participate in conversations. Even when this conversation may be happening and it's including you, and it's only with one other person, where you can can talk, you can engage, but you don't have to get into the facts. Or you don't have to participate. You can participate passively, not engagingly. Now, there's also this big part of conversations that that you overhear. And you know there's bullshit being touted. And I have a really hard time. This is a, a part of my being that I need to to fine tune. Because I don't like this about me. I don't like how I have this point where I just, it just, keeps nagging at me, like, say something, Blake, say something, hop in there, you know, put in your two cents. I don't have the point where I can't, if people are talking bullshit, I just, I fucking nags at me and I have to just jump in and be like, yeah, you know what, that's just not right. That is just not right. And so this actually happened last night. I'm sitting in the sauna with a buddy of mine. He had these three guys and, well, actually has four guys, but like these three guys mainly at the beginning. So one guy goes to his buddy. He's like, hey, man. He's like, I think your heart rate's 112. The guy's like, no. He's like, that's the, the time. And I look at this guy's watch because it's easy to see. He's got a big fat screen on his fitness trackers. I think it's an Apple Watch maybe or something. And you can tell that it's the it's like a timer. Just the time that this guy has been in there. It's been in there for 11 minutes and 20 seconds at that point in time. And this timer is going up. And this guy keeps saying like, he's like, look, man. He's like, your heart rate's in- increasing all the time. And I'm like, holy fuck, you're an idiot. Like, how fucking dumb do you have to be? Like, it's it was one, one, the two dots. And it was two, zero at the start. And it's counting up. By one second at a time. Like, how fucking dumb do you have to be? So I'm like, you know what? You don't need to say anything. Who cares? Guy number three comes in. He's like, man, he's like, your heart rate can't be 112. He's like, you'd be dead. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, here the fuck we go. I can tell there's that itch coming on. If these three fucking morons keep talking. There's no way that I can't participate in this conversation. I can't subject not only myself, but the other like six or seven people in this sauna on top of these three people, this fucking stupidity of this conversation. So I get in there after like another 30 seconds of these morons talking. And I was like, look, I'm like this simple formula for trying to figure out what like your maximum heart rate is, is 220 minus your age. Like who in here is like 90 years old where that would be just their maximum heart rate? 
if it was like 120. But it was 1120, which even makes less fucking sense because your heart rate's not 1,120. And I said, you're looking at like 60 to 80% of that is kind of like your, you know, lower end to top end of your, you know, your type 2 cardio. But I'm like, even at that point, you can push your VO2 max training to that or higher. I'm like, I don't know what my heart rate actually is, but when I'm pushing, I can get my heart rate up in that 190 to 210 range. I post pictures of it all the time. It doesn't mean you're going to die just because you're, you know, closer to the higher end of your, you know, alleged, you know, maximum heart rate value. Just because we have this formula, 220 minus your age, does not mean that that is your actual maximum heart rate. It's a rough general idea of what it could be. Doesn't mean that it is. Are you a fat, out of shape smoker? Or are you a fucking primed athlete? Are you in your you know, late teens, early 20s, or are you in your 40s and 50s and have lived a sedentary lifestyle? Like, there's so many factors. So then I get into telling them, I'm like, it's like the body mass index, because this one guy just won't buy it. Fuck no, he's like, bro, he's like, this guy can't be in here if his heart rate's like 120. Fuck. I'm like, you know what, according to body mass index, I am statistically almost obese, Almost morbidly obese because I'm like 30, 25, 30 pounds over what the bottom end of my optimal weight should be for my my height. But I'm like, I don't want to be like 145, 150 pounds. I'm 180 pounds more. That's like 30, 35 pounds less than what I was this morning. And it's not that I'm fat. I got some fat on my body, but I generally have a faint six pack regularly. Got vascularity running all through my body. Sure, if I shaved off maybe like, you know, two or three pounds, I'd be fucking ripped. But I also don't really give a shit. But again, I'm not fucking obese or morbidly obese. So I'm trying to explain this to these guys. You know, and some of the guys just kind of understand. Then guy four hops in because we start talking about training. And I'm like, they start talking about like rep range. Hey, bro, what rep range do you train at? And I'm like, do you ever do low reps? I'm just like, I don't do anything less than five reps. You know, the risk for injury is too high. You know, all these, you know, very experienced, very knowledgeable, coming up with some of the best science. A lot of these trainers and professional sports, especially things like the NFL, they don't do things less than five reps anymore with very high value athletes because the risk for injury is too high. So I said to them, I'm like, just because you don't make $10 million a year doesn't mean you shouldn't value your body the same. I'm like, what dictates your range of motion and especially your reps has a lot to do with your your flexibility. I'm like, you should never go below 10, 15 reps if you don't stop with the bar on your chest for bench press. You should never go less than 10, 15 reps if you can't squat till your hamstrings touch your calves on a barbell back squat. You know, I'm like, you shouldn't do these things because you need mobility first. You need flexibility because that takes the, the tension off the tendons and ligaments Keeps on the muscles where it's supposed to be. You've obviously focused on form. You've focused on range of motion. You've focused on flexibility. You're probably rolling. You're probably hitting yourself with the gun. You're probably cross-training. You're doing all these things that are very healthy for the body. Stretching, sauna, ice bath, all these things start to come in. When you're prioritizing your fitness like that, they all start to come in. So then this dumb motherfucker fourth guy 
he's just like, he's like, you should take your, your five reps max, you know, your five rep weight. He's like, lift it once, but lift it more times. I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, how does that make sense? How is that training? I'm like, you're actually deconditioning your body at that point in time because what you're doing is you're slowly, you know, devolving your body, de-strengthening your body, putting your body through atrophy because you're forcing your body to recognize that you actually don't need to be strong enough to lift it five times because you're only willing to be able to lift it once. So your body is not going to maintain having the muscle and the strength on your body to be able to lift it five times if you're only lifting it once because you're creating the demand to lift it once. And what a fucking boring way to train, lifting once and taking huge breaks. Like, can you achieve some kind of success with that? Yes. But if you want to compare it to lifting a five rep max, it's not even close to the same. If you're lifting 100 pounds, your five rep max volume-wise is 500 pounds worth of weight. If you lift it once, that's 100 pounds. Just even the sheer volume metric of training doesn't make any fucking sense. So this guy's trying to argue this point with me. I'm just like, no, man. Like, it makes no fucking sense. No sense. Can you train down in lower rep ranges? Sure, every once in a while. Should you train like that all the time? No, because if you don't do shit like that in your life, it's not even applicable to the things you do. And I said to him, like, if you look at what some of the the best trainers out there always say is when you're lifting weights in the gym, it should complement your sport. If you're going to get hurt, get hurt in your sport. If your sport is simply just life, save getting injured for life. But you should never go into the gym and lift in a way that is going to get you injured because it should be complimentary. Sure, it's going to happen every once in a while. You can't avoid that. But your your weight training style should not dictate injury in the body. It should not. It should not be only a matter of time before your body falls by the wayside and gets injured. It should not be. So I'm sitting there, I get to the point after this, I'm like, hey, well, now it's been like 23 minutes and it's on, and my goal is 20 minutes, I'm hot as fuck, I want to get out, and I'm sitting walking out, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, fuck, you did it again, you just couldn't shut your mouth and listen to this bullshit, hoping that they changed the subject. You had to jump in, Blake, you had to jump in. But when there's bullshit being talked about, when you have these people passing this air quotes knowledge around like it's gospel and all these other people are listening to it like they might be right because nobody's willing to step in and correct it fuck i have a hard time with that oh i have such a hard time and i don't know whether i'm more irritated about the dumb shit these guys were talking about or me getting fish knitted into it because of my own my own flaws as a person because i should be able to sit there and not say anything I should theoretically be able to do that. But man, is it ever hard. So I guess the question of the day here today is, do you have the ability to listen to people spell bullshit, sit there, not say anything, or when somebody's having a conversation with you directly and spouting bullshit, can you just smile and nod, let the conversation play out, let the person get their thought out, and then change the subject because you don't want to engage with somebody in a conversation where you know that they just are so far off in left field.